take lunch. <laughs> That's how we start. <laughs> we tic tac lunch each other. Um, it is daylight. It is daylight on a Monday, and I am sitting in District Dogface Studios with none other than Robert, and of course Marcus in the booth. As per usual. As per usual. Cage Val's here, not to die. <laughs> Miss you, Val. Um, Daniel will be joining us later. Rebecca is away and not joining us for, for what? Are we for, recording? Because I kind of started the podcast. I noticed. And what is crazy that like now it is officially a podcast called Race Chasers starring two white men. Let's just not even that let's not even say the title then because I'm way too uncomfortable with that. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite podcast with us in it. <laughs> um, apparently. <laughs> I'm Charles. I'm Robert. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, it's never been so white on this podcast in, before. Because Marcus is also here. Also a oh, white guy. Yep. Wow. Mm, let's talk about drag race. Let's talk about drag race and Drink some no, uh, rosé ciders. In honor of the uh, like seventh double save on RuPaul, RuPaul's Drag Race, we have eliminated two of our judges. <laughs> <laughs> and much like Drag Race, we got rid of women and people of color. First. First. <laughs> <laughs> What's in your glass? I'm drinking this warm rosé cider, yeah, which is are. actually, honestly, like I'm saying it's warm as if like that's a bad thing, but... Honestly, it's still delicious. This Anxo Rosé from D.C. Yeah, made in the district. Yeah, made in the district. Delicious. Mm-hmm. We, lo- we love it. We love to see it. We love to see supporting a local biz. So when I work with says we love to see it a lot. And I, I just wanted to try it out, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, we love to see it. And I was like, who's we? When did you see me? And what did you love about it? Because I don't believe any of that. <laughs> Um, what's in your glass? Same thing. Yeah. Do you want to um, read us a portion of it just so that you know or anything? I liked the part where it said, yeah, I can tell you my favorite part. My favorite part is where it says, hashtag apples only because I love exclusion. <laughs> <laughs> I like where it says, apples, gold rush and red love, sourcing, Virginia and Washington, yeast, wine, Vessel, stainless. Oh, yeah, that is good. <laughs> I also like that. So I wonder if Red Love and Gold Rush are, like, proprietary app. There's so many apples. And I, we're in spring, you know? I don't know. Um, I can never. Oh, God, I have the hiccups. Oh. I do appreciate it has apple blossoms on it. Is that what they are? Beautiful. I mean, beautiful packaging. I love the, like, sea foaminess mm-hmm. and then the, like, it's not a burnt, yeah, the color. It's not a burnt. What is orange? that color? No, it's not an orange. It's 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 almost like a clementine. You know what the worst part about it's this more is? pinkish. Rebecca and Daniel aren't here to guide us. <laughs> oh, I'm not worried about that. You ready for the 30 second recap? Yes. Okay. Here's the 30 second recap with Charles. Oh, you're doing it. Who else would do it? I thought you were asking me to wing it. Oh, do you want to do it? No. Marcus, do you want to do it? Marcus, give us that 30-second recap with Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> All right. 
30 second recap. Wait, can I tell you this tweet I saw? Yeah. <laughs> Someone said, my brother's name is Arturo. It's because my mom said that a very popular movie when he was born. Nope. You didn't Let's have it lined this. up. Let's oh, you, cut you gotta this. have it lined up before you start. Oh, well, I mean, I know what it is, but it's just like I, I it's like I don't have all the details, <laughs> but it is very funny. <laughs> but here's what happened on this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. And now we have the 30 second recap with rules. <laughs> Welcome to the second of three episodes with a top five. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I guess there were seven last episode. Yeah. And, but there will still be a top five for the reunion, so I'm not wrong. Um, they, for the first time, get their costumes fabricated for the What Music Video Challenge for the What Hot Track from Rue that I don't know the title of. Catwalk. Catwalk. Oh, yeah. Duh. Um, they all send their designs away. They all come back. They put them on. They go to shoot their music videos. And they all have their Tic Tac lunches. That happens in this episode. And then we see the music video. Mm -hmm. That happens also. We see some workroom conversations. That's a part of the show that usually happens, and it happened this episode as well. Uh, then we finally get to hear all of them talk to all five queens about how they did in the catwalk video. Uh, then it's down to a lip sync between Willow and Angeria, who were the least good in the music video, presumably. And guess what? They are both safe while singing to, uh, not singing, they were lip syncing because they're drag queens, to t Telephone by Beyonce. <laughs> no. No, that's Video Phone. By... Nikki Minaj. Lady Gaga featuring Beyonce. Lady Gaga, fe oh yeah, Lady Gaga featuring Beyonce. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Lady Gaga featuring Beyonce. Sorry, that was the gay jumping out. No, it's okay. They're both safe. <laughs> we go into a final five. Excellent. Was that 30 seconds? Yes. How much time was it? One minute and 49 seconds. Why didn't you cut me off at 30 seconds? Was I supposed to? We've never done that before. Well, but oh. what I did notice, or what I have felt, or oh, what and I- Oh, the runway was a winner drag. Yes. Um. I recognize hearing someone else do it, all the things of Rebecca's cadence. And so I think had Rebecca been here, she would have thrown in things like Willow serves us ratty couture on the runway. And also Angeria is saved and Willow go, oh, no, it's a double save. And lots of things like that. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't try. I wasn't trying to even No, that. Was, I do miss. I miss Rebecca for that and so many other reasons. <laughs> Let's do our cards. No, what? <laughs> no, okay. So this episode started um, with everyone coming back in from the double elimination. And um, I'm trying to think what those initial conversations are. Everyone, oh, well, Daya jumps right in. God, hiccups. Daya jumps right in and says, I knew it was a double save. We could not go into the finale with seven people. Like this. A double elimination. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Double elimination. Yeah. Um, and I actually really appreciated Daya a lot this episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Should we talk about Daya? Sure. Okay. So, Daya, which, what I said in our last episode is is it possible that Daya's really been playing hard 
this whole time. They weren't necessarily showing it to us. Not to say that she's not at all still a villain or villainess or the things that we don't like about her, I still don't like about her. But there's no question she's playing the game hard. And we see it perhaps no better than in the music video challenge when when Michelle Visage tells tells um uh Angeria. Angeria you know she says like you should try crawling on the runway that's a hint mm-hmm. right which is like crawl on the runway everyone else knows that she's telling Angeria to crawl on the runway Angeria doesn't do it mm-hmm. Diabetti says I heard what she said I'm going to do it and when, and and what I love about that moment is Michelle Visage's face mm-hmm. because you Michelle Visage seems you know, we hear Michelle Visage say it's almost like someone suggested it. Yeah. Right. And she's kind of angry. She sounds kind of angry. Um, and I do think there's this sort of like we also hear um, Rue tell Diabetti, um, I didn't think you were going to be here. When Diabetti says, I thought yeah. I was going to be here. And I was like, oh, really? I didn't. And she is there despite it. Despite yep. them not wanting her there because she played the game so hard. Mm-hmm. And that's one example is she did the crawl. And so, yes, she's mad because Michelle suggested it to Angeria because she wanted Angeria to do it because she would love to have Angeria be in the top four and presumably maybe Daya go home. I don't know. Someone to go home. Yeah. I think also like. But Daya was undeniable. In this shows, episode, Daya was undeniable. It shows that like Daya is always listening. And and we and playing and playing and Angeria has proven to be a good listener, but she was just so swept up in in the anxiety of this specific moment that she couldn't hear. And it's like Daya Daya is always paying attention because she is always angling. She is always yes. like well, trying to to actually fight. And like maybe that's the biggest difference between Daya and. Um, crystal method is that like mm-hmm. crystal made it to the top four or top three on charm yeah and dia made it to the top three literally on, scratched her way on gameplay yeah i really think i really which think, is not to say she didn't do a good job in the performance like you can't no, you can't make it here it. without yeah, the talent exactly. yeah but i really think perhaps one of the best players of drag race we've ever seen that's bold I, do we really get a lot of we don't get that, and yeah, and we don't also, get conversation like, about as playing. much as we. No, we don't get, and that's one reason why I think it's true is because like, like previously, the way that you be undeniable and against the game is to is to just keep winning lip syncs, right? Mm-hmm. But we now know what the formula for that is, right? Like we know how far that can get you, and it could potentially get you all the way. But that's just one. They're like, that's still just working within the system of the game. Mm-hmm. And I think the difference between, like, I don't think Angeria wasn't listening in that moment, but I think Daya is always wondering how she can act on whatever information she's given or how she can hold that information and how both of those things can benefit her in winning Drag Race. Yeah. And that's really different. And I don't think, I think we have seen it. I don't think we've seen it a lot. I would put, like, as far as, like, best players, I would put, like, Alaska up there. Yes. Oh, you know what I mean? But, like... I would put Ben up there, De La Creme, mm-hmm. partially because of her self-elimination, uh-huh. right? Like, it's this, it's this, like, recognizing the larger rules and meta of the game and then deciding how to navigate it mm-hmm. and using that to your advantage. And I just did that so well this episode. It is interesting because we've talked about this 
gameplay before, especially in All-Stars, when yes. the po- the possibility for Alliance came into play. And we've compared it to uh, Survivor. I'm currently watching multiple seasons of Celebrity Big Brother. Oh my and gosh. It's Diabetti on All-Stars is going to be great. But yeah, like I'm we we've said for so long like ooh, this new All-Stars format whether it's A B or C at this point offers so much opportunity for actual actual gameplay and alliance building and it's never really it's never really <laughs> played out and so it's interesting that the conversation hasn't encompassed gameplay mm-hmm. in the way that Survivor Big Brother. Talk about well, gameplay. And we talked a lot about in All-Star stuff, like how we thought they were trying to push queens to do that more. Yeah. But then it kind of feels like in some ways they punished Daya, maybe. Oh, Rebecca. Should I answer it? Yeah, answer it. Hi. We're podcasting right now. Do you want to say anything? Hi. <laughs> I'm holding you up to a mic. <laughs> that's why she doesn't have to be here um okay love you bye but yeah but yeah dia game (laughs) dia totes dia gameplay yeah gameplay yeah um i did not i could have drafted her on my team i didn't you really could have and you know what i think i'm glad i did it because i think no matter what i still so wouldn't have gotten me into the game and i've really enjoyed this season yeah being so far out of it Mm -hmm. that i maybe never want to play again yeah, like I would keep podcasting and just not play, <laughs> just let you all play. I mean, I, anyways, you were gonna say, <laughs> I um, I I have no idea, I have no idea, Charles. I've lost it. Should we talk about one of the other queens? Sure. Who's on your team? My team. I have Lady Camden. So let's talk about her. Um, oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay, I was gonna say that I did not feel like there was enough attention paid to this. Not twist, but development um, of having the queens design outfits to be made by a costume shop off-site, off-camera, yes. and have them delivered. And that that didn't feel like it paid off because, I mean, Willow's looked lovely, Daya's looked incredible, and then all the other ones were just kind of, okay, and... The, I mean, I think it paid off in that um, we got to learn something about the queens, right? And isn't that what a challenge is supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Like, who did a good job? Yeah. I mean, I guess it does show you taste level because execution can always let you down, but not with a professional team, as as yeah. Willow says about Bosco's right. Jetsons look. Like, yeah, it's well made. Yeah, but I just... They're not going to be good at this challenge yet because it's the first time it's happened. But when we see this again in future seasons, uh-huh. then I think we'll see it differently. Yeah. But I think I'm excited about it as a new thing. Mm-hmm. I, w- I, 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 I just wish there had been a bit more of a payoff or more more time spent with well, it. So maybe but there, that, yeah. that's what I'm meaning. It's like I wanted I wanted to hear more conversation about that. Yeah. Um, no, that's fair. And, it, well, I wonder too, right, like I wonder – well, like we see them be put in looks that we assume are made by people right. that they didn't bring with them, but also didn't design. Mm-hmm. And or is it possible that they do get to do this on the show and they just don't show it? No, right? No, no, no. But because, but but, do you think they do have things like 
fabricated. Is it? Uh, yeah, I wonder why. Was it like a lot? Was it like a mid-season decision? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it was. Okay, it was just sort of dropped in. Yeah. We've watched the episode twice. It wasn't now. presented as. It wasn't the challenge. Yeah, but it is a really significant change. Yes, okay. and and like, we watched the episode twice, and I missed them being told that someone else would be designing it both times because constructing it constructing yeah. it yes to constructing it because because not enough time was spent on that yeah. shift that is huge like mm-hmm. the potential for that is enormous and for yeah. it to just kind of be like oh yeah also but when you're betaing something right when your all stars wanting it yeah yeah exactly i don't think they didn't they clearly didn't put as much as we heard them talk about each other's outfits and stuff and I do think we saw how it influenced how they were received. Like, it as a thing of designing and having their outfits constructed was not critiqued in a new way mm-hmm. in ways that this would have been critiqued if it was just their own outfits. Yes. So I think that it's like it didn't bear on the challenge yep. per se, except in the way that it did in a utility way. Like, they weren't being judged on that necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um. So it makes sense they wouldn't spend a bunch of time on it, especially. Yeah, but I'd be real. But I'm. But I would be excited to see them do that in a future season. Yeah, I'm also curious. Like that scene um, of Willow saying, "Bosco's looks terrible." It's well yeah. made, but it looks terrible. Yep. And then they show the sketch of Bosco's, and the sketch looks actually. That's what I'm pretty saying. interesting, and so I'm curious. Like, obviously they're not going to shit on the costume department of the show. Yep. So was Bosco happy with the result of her costume? I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. We know that Willow is not impressed. Yeah. And so that was yeah, there's some there was something there. There's something. Yeah. There. Yeah, that was an that was an interesting a new interesting development along with the fact that that this is, you know, now literally RuPaul's best friends race. Right? Yes. Like the lip syncers who are best friends both get to stay. Yeah. Along with like half the other rest of the people this season. <laughs> Which am I mad at it? Even though I've rolled my eyes at it a lot, like would it have been a better season if other queens like if other queens went home more regularly or other queens went home mm-hmm. first or we were at a top four and not top five? No. Yeah. It only feels long. I mean, it's just the fatigue. Like, I'm still enjoying it, and it still is a really a really exciting season. Like, going into this finale, I don't... It's not more episodes, I though. don't know. Oh, it's not? No. Still 14 episodes. I don't know about that. But it doesn't... Um, going into this finale, it doesn't feel like there's a clear front runner. Yeah. Like, I actually could see any of these people winning, winning, um, whether or not the narrative is there to support that. Mm. Any of the people going into the finale, like, all right, it feels like a pretty... Well, I don't think I could see Daya winning. Really? Yeah, I don't think there's a way to game it at that finale. Mm. And they won't choose her. Right? Yeah. I think in the end, they just won't choose her. I mean, may- Maybe, but I, I doubt it. Okay. It's hard with just the two of us because I want to talk about more, but well, also. I don't think so. We were you were going to talk about Lady Camden because <laughs> we did we did a really good I thought like through and through of the episode with Daya. Let's just go through each of the queens. Yeah, um, Camden is really 
um, really having a late rise. And it has been pretty astronomical. Like, Hmm. to see her come out and really just take up space in a different way. I'm now paying attention to her. I'm now excited about her. Her finale final runway look was absolutely impeccable. You know what's interesting? She's not, when I think about it, I don't think she's doing anything that much differently than she was doing in the beginning of the season, right? It's This is not the story of how she grew into herself this season. But what you said is like taking up space. I think she really just needed more space around space her. Made. Right? Like, because hmm. I don't, like, like, I don't think... Yeah, she's, she's not the same queen. She's, she's the not same elbowing queen. She her the way to the front. There's just no one else in front. Yeah, yeah, and she I mean she just needed space to be appreciated and to do her thing, I think. But mm-hmm. like I don't think she's I mean like not like she hasn't grown, but like when I think about in comparison to like uh when we see queens really learn they can do something new. I, I think these were all skills that Lady Camden knew she had. I think she learned new things about herself, but her definitely her biggest com, her biggest competitor was her like own definitely her own sort of self doubt throughout the season. Yeah, in ways that we see RuPaul reference a lot with queens, but like was really true with Lady Camden. But then I think really was just about oh, it's just she didn't fit in the competition when when there was not space, and she just needed space around her mm-hmm. to be able to do what she does. And then when she does, yeah, she's not going to, like, grab for space, like you were saying, elbow, but she can fill space so well. Yes. And, she's, and she has just, the more space there's been, the more we've got to see how she can fill that with her humor and her talent. And we were saying, I think, about her in the challenge that she was the only one who felt like she lived her fantasy yes and And that i think was great yeah she was she was the one who was the most present and i think when we've seen her successes it's when she's felt really present whether or not that's because we're paying attention to her yeah and see maybe she's present the whole time and there's just too much going on like you're saying but like i think the moment i mean obviously the big turning moment for camden was the freddie mercury runway yep and mm-hmm. and I know I just said she's not elbowing her way to the front, but that that's true. Yeah, that she, was an elbow. Yeah, like, true. Yeah, that really was a pay attention to me. And then suddenly we did. Yep. And and maybe it was like truly deployed at the exact right moment. Also, just really interesting because I would just describe. I mean, just like I would describe Lady Camden's style of play as softer. Mm-hmm. in comparison to Dyer's, which I would describe as very sharp. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I would describe Willow's as very round. Mm. In that, like, uh, you know, like, soft, I think, like, is somewhat pliable. Uh-huh. And I think Willow just kept rolling forward, like, kind of, um, I mean, and this, I think, makes sense, like, just uh, unbuffeted. Mm-hmm. You know, um not a lot was going to throw her off her game. Yes. And kind of really was playing an individual game, I think. Yeah. Except see... for when we saw those some bit big moves from her. Yes. But, I mean, and, and, and a lot of allusions to her being very calculated and quiet yeah. and, and constantly processing. Uh, um, but I think that's a good, I think that's a good um, adjective for her gameplay. Like, mm-hmm. She really didn't feel, ayo! Yay! 
Danya in the house. Welcome. Thank you. May I have one of this these? This is for you. This is for you. You oh got the cold gosh. one. You have, you have to. Your your um assignment is mm. to just tell us your read us your favorite thing from the can. Ooh. It can be any little piece or bit, or it can be, doesn't have to be words even. Because <laughs> we roll like that. Yeast. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> I did also say yeast, yeah. or yeast was part of my it's answer as well. It's kind of what well. makes it what it is, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's important. Pretty pretty critical. We were just kind of going through, we just talked about Daya, who I know is on your team. Mm-hmm. We talked mm-hmm. about kind of her as a whole through the competition and episode, and we just talked about Camden, and we were just starting to talk about Willow. Yeah. And, and I think um, what Charles was just saying, we've been talking about gameplay and, and mm-hmm. the Queen's role within the greater arc of the season and yeah and like gameplay style yeah and so yeah i feel like Charles, the boiler was like we described the thing we talked about a lot about with daya was how i i think she's one of the best players of this game this show's ever seen how her mm. play style is very sharp right uh-huh, uh-huh. every piece of information that she gets she's trying to figure out what she can do with it for She's her own advantage, yeah. yeah yes, mm-hmm. to, to, to win the game, right? right That's right, why right. you're all there, yes, for your own advantage, right? Um, then we descri- I described Camden. We talked about Camden's play as being sort of softer and that she really hasn't changed as a queen much over the course of the season, but the benefit of more space around her, she really knows how to fill space, even mm-hmm. if she's not going to like necessarily – it feels uncomfortable maybe for her to elbow to take it up. It's not natural for her – to do that and how different those styles of play are because we did talk about there are some big moves lady camden made and then we described about willow pills sort of like approach and style as being kind of like rounder and like consistent kind of unbuffeted mm-hmm. um uh, and playing it um almost as a very individual game while also having been very calculating in like yeah. when those decisions involve other people the only thing I'll say, I agree with everything as we know the game now, but I will say there is a risk to Daya's sharp-elbowed gameplay if for some reason the format of the ending changes. Like it ha- It's done it a couple of times. Oh, I don't think she can win the game. Oh, she but can she only get to the top. top, to the top she can only get to the top. But I see. That kind of, the other thing that we briefly mentioned... That kind of like I'm gonna play this game. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see her on All Stars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a different All Stars is a completely different bag. I mean, I'm just remembering um, what was the uh, Fifi's first season? All Stars yeah. two. No, oh, her first season. season. She makes it to the top, mm-hmm. and you see her face literally fall. When Rue basically is like, and this year we're going to let the fans have a say yep. in who goes forward. Mm. And all of a sudden, Fifi's like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. I guess getting to the end wasn't enough this time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but Daya, but also, yes, but Daya also, like, should have gone home way early, right? Like, she wasn't on anyone's mm-hmm. team. She didn't it's, get drafted. It is, it is remarkable that yeah. she, as they say this episode, or remind us this episode, like, she was... The first, she was eliminated on her first episode mm-hmm. yeah. and, and is now in the top five. And, and she was, would have been in the top four had it not been a double save. Yeah. Like, it's clear she, she yep. was in the top four. Yeah, she was undeniable this episode. Yeah. 
That's right. I forgot that the that she didn't lip sync. She was just she was the first one saved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was just she was the saved. first one saved. Yeah. 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 I, I I was saying like if it wasn't just safe, she would have been the winner, I think. Hmm. Hands down. Mm-hmm. Did no one win this episode? No. no. Oh, that's right. It was just a an advancement or a, an elimination. Huh. Well, my card doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess people lip synced, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, did you already do cards? We have not oh, done no. cards. Oh, Should we do no. cards? Let's do cards. Oh, well, let's nice. finish talking about the queens. Okay, yes, um, we were doing because we have a top five now going into mm-hmm. this, and we've talked about. A little bit about Willow. I like this. Yeah. I like the word unbuffeted, unbothered. Like she was, she was playing. She was strategic, but she was also real, really unaffected by the the noise around her. I think this is probably true of the majority of queens on RuPaul's Drag Race over the course of the entire series that, like, something that uh, most of them have in common is probably resilience, right? Like, your drag queens, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But also, I think, going through what Will has gone through medically, also, like, a certain kind of resilience. And we hear her talk about... One of the things she says to Rue is, um, you know, that drag was a way of, like, defeating death for yeah. her. Yeah. Not, like... Yeah, she said a, a monument to my drag. Mo- yeah, I trust to build a monument. Oh, uh. it was that was that was a tough line. Yeah, I w- I completely agree with you. And looking back, even when you look at the queens who you think of as shaken on the show, they are also resilient. Oh, yes. like what they have actually done outside the show and gone through outside the show, like. It's just a different beast when you're among your peers and being judged for the thing on its merit rather than being taken down for doing it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right? I think like, it's right. Yeah. And I think we've certainly seen some queens. I think there's there's you know there's an exception to every rule. I think we've seen some probably very unresilient queens. On yeah. <laughs> like yes. Also yes, that. Yes. Yes. Some but of them. Willow's not one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Angeria also feels unbothered. In that she's really not competing with anyone. She is in a game. She's in a game on her own. Daya is for sure in a game with people. Camden is for sure in a game with people. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone could possibly say, could like sum up Angeria better than Rue did, which is just like, you've already been given the job and now you're just trying to figure out if you can do it without the anxiety. Mm. Now that you know you have the job. Yeah. And I think that's like really true because she's still trying to, and you're like, no, you're here now. Mm hmm. And yeah, and I feel like I can really, I think a lot of people can really relate to that feeling. Yeah. Her performance in the, in the roast was such a good example of how unbothered she can be. Like she really can stand there even when she knows things aren't going that great and just stay the course in a way that like a lot of people get blown off yeah. into the rocks. And this was you a know? bad episode for her, though. And it, I mean, yeah. that's exactly what happened in this episode was mm-hmm. she forgot all of the choreography, but she just kept going. And her, like, exactly that. Not many she people can do that. She's the first talking move. about Willow, and I just realized, I didn't even realize we were talking about Willow and <laughs> yes. Nigeria about being these, like, really resilient, really, and then, like, both of them really not not rising up to the challenge of this episode mm-hmm. as, well, as well as the other queens. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think... We talked a little bit, Robert, when we were watching, like, of, um, 
I think there really is something to the fact that they go right into the shoot, even though, of course, they know they're much going to shoot. We're saying, like, they're, they're, they're in full drag already. It's not like a surprise to them they're going to start rolling. But I do think there is probably something to the, like, totally making this up, could be projecting. But both Willow and Angeria seem like the kind of people, like, they need some time to collect themselves yes. individually mm. before they can approach something. Mm -hmm. And not going from the learning into the doing without the processing and figuring out how you're going to approach, I can see how that would seriously be difficult for both of them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like, especially with the choreography on this one, you just might not have the skill set. And I think with Angie, you can have the best attitude in the world, but, like, actually with the, the comedy stuff, too, where she has to write funny jokes. Like, you sometimes you just don't have the skills that have... Like, you haven't developed the craft. Yeah, but I also don't think it's what put her in the bottom, not running the choreography. Yeah. So, you know what right. I mean? It's like, it's what it's what threw her off her game. Mm -hmm. It's what threw her off her game, not knowing the choreography, mm -hmm. which then made her not be present in her face, not, not act on the note to crawl, but it itself... No, yeah. she performed that part she fine. Was she was not... Yeah, it wasn't She wasn't her. present and listening. Like, right. I, I was quite surprised. Thank you for and reminding me. I was quite surprised when she missed that, like, softball. Just like... Crawl. Yeah. Oh, they're giving mm -hmm. you the thing, and they just... You don't even have to do it well. It's not about doing it well. The judges want to feel important and listen to, so if you don't do the thing they're asking you to do, it's they're going to feel it, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a slight, not a... Not just a... Because sometimes these judges it. give some really shitty advice to do something, but then when someone does it, they, like, crack up or laugh, and they, like, eat it up. Yeah. Every now and then, you, you, the, you, they do get acknowledged for not taking a judge's advice, for doing their own thing In a anyways, positive way. But not a lot. Yeah. Yep. Not much more the other way around. Like, maybe, like, just do this good... Thing as the robot in the Snatch yeah. Game. It's like the last time I can right. remember that. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good, good. Um, really, really good recall Because I was trying to think wow. of, uh, I was trying to think of an actual so example. Impressed. So impressed. <laughs> I was just thinking about that performance the other day, so that's why it came to mind. I'm just like, are you on my ADHD meds? Or? <laughs> <laughs> um, who's left? Bosco. So Bosco. Mm. Is that all five of them? That's all five. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Bosco is progressing forward. Um, we talked a little bit about the um, the twist of having a, uh, a costume crew make the looks they designed and uh -huh. how Bosco's look so shitty. And I can't imagine that Bosco got it back and said, this is exactly what I pictured. Thank you. And so Bosco in this episode was just kind of there for me. Yeah, perform. I mean, well, I mean, we see Willow say that she's performing well, but it's really being dragged down by what she made, mm -hmm. which is the, really the most significant thing that had to do with this whole episode is just how it maybe hurt Bosco and she was still safe. So that didn't hurt her that much. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, but I think the, the narrative of Bosco, like for me in our league is just how charmed and in love we, we were with her and how much we've lost that a little bit i think yeah, a lot of that for a lot sure, right for sure, yeah for sure. and and like the look she designed apart from seeming it also wasn't good for, for yeah. apart from seeming to be a bad interpretation of whatever she was going for it still was that i have to think i've had them the whole time it still was that corset that 
two episodes ago, episodes ago, they pointed out was her signature look and she needed to stop. And so it didn't feel like a triumphant. It didn't feel like Sasha Velour saying, no, my signature is being bald. I'm claiming it. Yeah. It was like, a, oh, I didn't. I actually for, already forgot that you didn't want to see this anymore. I thought I thought one break from it was enough that I could do it again. And also just like, I'm just not interested in and not interested. Like, I know there's nothing new to be interested in from That's her exactly for me. It. We stopped getting anything new. I've lost interest. Well, yeah. and I've like, lost a little bit of interest. Yeah, I'm just not like I'm not that interested. Like, and I've maintained being interested in many of the other queens and been become more interested in others. But mm-hmm. I think one of the things that, like, even like when Michelle said, you know, they always have these different ways of talking about the queens when they give them their final feedback of like, this is how we're going to shape your narrative of the show to place you in the top five. And one of the things that Michelle said is like. You know, you came in thinking you were the burlesque queen and you did well in all these three comedy challenges. And me and Robert were like, that's the same skill set. Uh-huh. It's not like saying it's not the same as saying you came in as a fashion queen and then did all this comedy. Right, right. Like burlesque is like a time based, yes. interest based. Like it's the same skill set. Like Bosco wasn't surprised that she was funny. Like, right, right. They, you know, but like that's just the narrative you're putting on it. And it's because really, like, what new things has Bosco learned? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, even back then, I do like I remember saying on this podcast that I didn't find the burlesque that great. Like the burlesque was fine. It was fine. I thought things that happened after that made her st- stand out to me yeah. as something interesting. Mm-hmm. And if I think about it, I'm just this is occurring to me now thinking about it in comparison to I think it's fine to be the same queen when you leave as you come in, mm-hmm. but like, you know, like having learned a couple of things as yeah. opposed to really transform on the show. Mm-hmm. I think we see both. I think in this season, Queens that we see, like, I think when I think about like Lady Camden and Bosco, the difference is that, and or, and even Willow, right, who's like essentially the same queen as when she came in, mm-hmm. is there was no narrative arc for Bosco. Yeah. Even though her narrative, I mean, her narrative arc, arc is getting like, saved. Yeah, right. Like her narrative yeah. arc was all just about her place in the competition. Yes. But as a drag Ooh, queen, interesting, interesting. As a drag queen, what was her narrative arc? I, there wasn't one, right? No, I don't think so. No, there I think wasn't. You're right. There wasn't. For everyone else, there is. And maybe part of it, too, is like she was such a polished queen coming in for the most part. Like I'd say like, you know, 75, 80 yeah. percent of the way there. So like you're not going to see the kind of drastic changes some queens make when they come in not doing that hot and then really learn. Right. But that's right? what I'm saying is like you don't even have to have drastic changes to have some sort of narrative arc. That's that's And that's true. partially maybe. And, and, you know, like we put that on like the producers of the story, but like. What, something there's something definitely she could have done. I just believe there's something she could have done. Yeah, that she didn't do. I don't know. What was the like last great narrative arc we had on this show? Well, I mean, if I just compare it to the other four queens, right? Just like yeah. on the on who are still left, like we just know, and like even if it's like not like a big mm. arc of a story, just like Angeria's journey on this show. Right, like we know about, like I'm I just still feel like I don't know. Right? I just feel like I don't know what yeah. Bosco's journey was on this yeah. show beyond wh- her place in the competition. I guess I don't know a better way to describe that, other than maybe just talking about what they found hard and what they found not hard. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what to say other than well, just like we've we've said that early earlier in the season before the sort of 
turn against Bosco or like loss of favor that one of the most fun things to see is the rest of the cast reflected through her perspective. Uh-huh. And so Bosco is a mirror that like we really like seeing her be a fan of the cast and once right. once she started feeling the competition she stopped being able to be a fan of You're everyone right. else and not in a not in a dia way of not being a fan of everyone but she just she a- it's just not what we were getting she actually she had to focus anymore. yeah she yeah. had to focus on her own game oh, in a wow. different way so really the opposite of camden in some ways in that one of the things that really benefited bosco was there just being more queens to reflect mm-hmm. like partially i think i'm like oh yeah like oh, really yeah, you know, just like oh, part of what we liked is when she saw something that other people didn't. Yeah, and at this point, like and, everyone's bare, and maybe it feels more abstract. The competition seems more abstract when there are so many more steps to get to the end. Right, that you have those first five, six. I mean, however long this season's going to go for, maybe nine episodes where no one goes home, and she's just able to like. It doesn't feel real yet. You know, it doesn't feel the weight of the competition isn't settling. And so then when you get down to a top eight or top nine, like she's really starting to see that she need, needs to play. Okay. I think I have maybe perhaps one of my favorite tough questions I've ever developed. And I feel tough so sad questions. that Rebecca's not here. Mm. We frequently ask what Queens show would you go see still? Right. We're like, okay, well yeah, but I would yeah. go see their show. Yeah. Which of these Queens would you want to go see a show with? With, like, a, as an audience member. Yeah, you're going to see a show. This is the person you're going to go see the show with. You're going to see it. Maybe talk, whatever. Whatever that means to go. I think Bosco and Angeria. Oh, I would say Willow, I think. Mm. I mean, partly because I think Willow just strikes me as a more interesting person who I want to just hang out with in general. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, I agree, Bosco, definitely, and maybe Angeria, and also Willow feels like a close, per- like, mm-hmm. but Willow, I don't think, would, like, sh- talk a lot about it with me afterwards, necessarily. I just need to know whether or not she's like that when she's not in a competition. I, mean, I still want to yeah. hang out with you Willow know? and be friends with her, but if I'm just yeah. like, we're just going to get to go to a show, like, I just don't believe she would share her thoughts with me. Hmm. But I do believe Bosco would, and I believe they would be interesting. Yeah. Yes. And Angeria would be a good fucking time. Angeria's yeah. just going to be so... Like make me feel so good about life, you Lady know. Camden, like, I'm gonna be worried is okay the whole time. I'm just gonna be like trying to make sure they're having a good time. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like when you show a friend a YouTube video and you just stare at them yes. the whole time to see their reaction yeah. to make sure that they're loving yeah. it. Yeah, Ugh. and Willow absolutely. But like, I'd want to already be best friends with Willow when I did that. You would, yeah. I, I am. I'm imagining it from a place of like, uh, of want. being able to have Frank thoughts from the yes. person yes, totally but but you make a good point like it probably takes quite a bit of developing of a relationship with willow to get there and i don't want to do anything with daya yeah no yeah no thanks. this is the Still. part in the season when we just before the reunion just before the finale get down to the charisma uniqueness nerve and talent of it all and discuss who it takes to win and again daniel before you were here I said that there's not a clear front runner going into this, which is which yeah. is making it fun Maybe and Willow. also making the stakes feel low. Like I am I am happy to keep watching, but I'm not like ride or die for any one of these people because like I generally love them all. I feel I do feel like 
like there are some queens whose star has faded a little bit. I think Angeria is one of those yep. queens, which makes me sad. I really love Angeria. Um, I think um, even though Bosco won last episode, I think her star is at least tarnished, if not fading. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Daya can win. I don't think Daya can win. So really that brings it down to Willow really, for you. I just think Willow's the only one whose star hasn't faded to me. Mm-hmm. Like over the course of the competition, there's never been a point where I'm like, I've seen everything I needed to see from Willow. You know, like mm-hmm. still seems the most interesting. When she's been in the me. bottom, it's been because everyone was. <laughs> yeah, or this week. Yeah. She was in the bottom three, right? This week she was in the bottom two. Oh, did she lip sync? Yes. I yeah, forgot it was her, about that completely. It was her, yeah, it was her and Angeria were the That's bottom right. two, That's and right. it was a double save. Yeah. Maybe I have to retract that statement then. Maybe this is the episode that was like, mm. But she still wasn't that bad. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, man, yeah. man, she wasn't that bad. Um, and they saved her, and I thought that it was – let's talk about the lip sync. I, Yeah, I did not like this lip sync. I did not think that it was a – it was – no one lost it. No one lost it. And so no one won it. So they both won it. And it did not give me the caliber of this is your entrance into the finale that I needed. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it the first time I watched it more mm-hmm. than the second time I watched it. But it's a heavy lip sync song. Right, yeah. the words keep going. Yeah, and they're both in gowns. Mm-hmm. And um, what's the lip sync song again? It uh, was telephone. Telephone, telephone by Lady Gaga featuring Beyonce. And there was something, and I could very well be wrong, but it struck me as unique that this was a lip sync song that is a duet. Like it's really not a featuring mm-hmm. so and so. This is a duet. They didn't duet. do it as a duet, though, And they all. don't do it as a That's duet. That's true. So and each individual lip syncer was having to cover the whole song. That, singing both Beyonce and yeah. Lady Gaga's parts. And, yeah. and because of that, I actually didn't feel like, I didn't feel like either of them connected to the song more than like, oh, I love this song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a good time. So like, yeah, could they, you imagine the risk of number, that choice, They made a number of really good small choices, but... It was hard for it to add up to much of a thing as a whole thing. Yes. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But but this Ex- is making me think like how huge a risk but how cool a payoff it could have been if they had both decided to pick one and then the other. Yeah. yeah. As the pr- I I don't know if it would have worked. But I that would have made the right choice oh, actually. Yeah. I think that each of them taking a verse would have would have warranted a double save more than what they did. Mm. Because sure. that would have yeah. been like a oh y'all Y'all just did a duet. You, you they had you no stay. time, and we are. But we already know is that what they need is time. Yeah, I mean, maybe they did. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it certainly, yeah. it's it's certainly uh, not so good that we can't debate whether or not it's good. Right, yes. right, right. So right. you know, but I thought there was good stuff in it. I really, I loved. I mean, especially as it came together towards the end, like. How just close they were to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed that. I just think like the other time I think of two really close friends lip syncing against each other is 
Raven and Jujubee lip syncing in All Stars One. Is that where they cry? They're crying and it's dancing on my own. Yeah. And and I think I think that like that's a song where the two of them didn't move much, so could have been accomplished in Mm -hmm. gowns and connected to the song and each other in a way that this I mean, it's telephone, obviously different mood. You maybe can't spin it the same way. But there just there wasn't any kind of creative choice made by either of them. Not in I would I would say again like not one that was a through line for the song. There yes. were lots of really good small choices. Yeah, and we shot we shot them. <laughs> we shot them for sure. <laughs> we shot them for sure. And good ones. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. Like no one told an overall story about that. Yeah. It's also hard to compare it to Juju and Raven for me because for them, it was about their relationship to one another. More than the song, I thought. More than lip syncing to win. And you can't do that with this song, I think. As much as they, tr- like, that's what was happening. Yeah. This is a much harder song for this to be about. Yeah. It's about us. You can you know neither I mean? do like, it for which- this song, and I don't know, I haven't seen at least in the show, enough to know whether Willow and Angeria have that kind of relationship. That was a huge part of this episode. Yes. Was how much they love each other in the workroom. There's a huge and how seg- much they want to be in that finale together, and they're closest to each other. That, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. I do. I just. I. I will. I have a. I just put, um, Juju and Raven in All Stars One and their backstory on a different level. You already know that's them for an entire first season. Exactly. Yeah, so you've known them for a decade. But yeah. also, too. but also, and they've known each other for that long. Yeah, you know, so right. like that's it's the a other different difference. thing. Yes, that's yeah. true too. But also, to to your point, like I don't know if we've really been shown that beyond them saying that explicitly. Yeah. Yeah. In the way that like in the way that we've seen Carrie Colby connect to people on this season. We have seen that play out in small ways and large ways that got ten minutes. Friendship was not a story of the season. Yes. Right. So so then the weight maybe that is that is A good point that like the weight of that moment was like, okay, yeah, you told us five minutes ago because they kept it off camera. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Should we do our cards? Yeah. And you're going to do, you have Rebecca's as well? I have Rebecca's as well. I'll do ours first because I've got them pulled up. I had Willow as the winner. (laughs) I had Angeria and Bosco in the lip sync. And I had Angeria going home. Mm. You son of a bitch. And what was your, what was your (laughs) bonus? My bonus was individual numbers by each queen and a final lip sync for the crown. So a single lip sync. I would love that. I would love that. That's my bonus. Because I think we had lip sync Perusa. There's no reason for a lip sync off. I would right. Really and our bonus, yeah, our bonus not. this week was what will the format of the finale right. be? Correct. I'm tired of the lip sync off. I think it excludes queens that should win. Yeah. Just, well, point. I think that I'm kind of hoping that the the lip Perusa is like a way to. It was the to way. Like, to, yeah. Oh, we need to do this still, but we don't have to do it at the end of. We the scratched show. that itch. We scratched yeah. that itch. Well, and it was brought about in season nine when multiple people went home without actually having a good lip sync at all. Exactly. And so it was a it was a cultural cultural reset for drag, saying like, no, 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 it still matters. And this yep. season we've gotten a hell of a lot of good lip yeah. syncs, yeah, even yeah. outside of the Lollapalooza. Yeah, so we're ready for another yeah. cultural reset. So yeah. it should and, be a finale switch. And doing it in a Lollapalooza format allows you to just send one queen home. Right. Whereas if you do it in a finale format, you're, you're only, only picking a winner. winner. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's a, yep. it's a huge lift. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, that's a good point. Rebecca's card? Uh, Rebecca's card. 
she had Daya as the winner, which even though is not the winner, I would argue is true. Yeah. 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 Um, she had Angie and Bosco in the bottom and Bosco going home. Mm-hmm. And her bonus was live finale. Do we know we would know already if it was a live finale. Anyways, with oh. interviews, final four and two lip sync, then Rue just picks a winner. So very similar to Same yours, similar, actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She put a lot of information in there, and if any of it's wrong, I'm going to argue that she didn't get it right. It's already <laughs> right. wrong. Final four. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. So I actually had a very similar card to you. I had Willow as the winner mm-hmm. as well. I also had Angie lip syncing. Um, and I guess she technically won one, and she's on my team. So I'll take those points. And I had her lip syncing against Daya and Daya going home. Mm. So you had it as Bosco and Angie going home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my bonus, I, I just thought it was going to be all white because I was panicking because it was seven fifty eight and I had forgotten to do my car. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll probably get those points, Daniel. Yeah, one of I the don't... one of the uh. um, broad strokes. You will you will get that. Um, which is why I'm so surprised that Rebecca was like, "Here is the exact structure." <laughs> I expect more from this you, Rebecca. Will be wearing well, we'll see what she argues in the end. I had on my card um, Camden winning. I had Angie and Bosco going home, and going I going home both. I mean, Angie and Bosco <laughs> being in the Bold. bottom, and Angie being eliminated. Mm. And I had lip sync off for a live audience back to normal. Yeah. I wanted to specify that. I hope there's a live audience. I, I miss that aspect yep. of the finale. Yeah. I think the queens miss that aspect of the show. Yes. Yeah. Maybe that's what Deja's, uh, maybe that's really was Deja's downfall. She needed that audience so she maybe. could do her amazing bits. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, if she'd done that cheerleader bit in front of a live audience and uh, been like, where are my homies at? I'm sure it would have been hilarious. Uh, well... Should we sign off this episode the way we sign off every episode? How were the Tic Tac lunches? Uh-huh. And talking to their younger selves and all that. We learned um, about... Diabetes, Cam- diabetes. Diabetes, diabetes. We learned about Camden's brother's suicide. Yes. Oh, that was... These got heavy. <sighs> um, and... She was more 15 about when that happened, right? Yeah, okay. 14. 14. Yeah, 14. Yeah. And... And talking about like leaving the UK, like having to mm-hmm. just go away. I think that's why she still seems kind of fourteen on the inside. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Damn. Yeah, it was. It was definitely that. I mean, obviously Willows was also mm-hmm. very serious, and usually the Tic Tac lunch is the time for you to air out some trauma. Yeah. Um, and. And so Willow got the chance to again address her medical history and the ways that she has had to adjust practices to accommodate. I don't think we need to build too much in on the Tic Tac lunches, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. yeah. The most own, important thing yeah. was the diet thing, which we said earlier before you got here, which is just that Rue didn't think diet would be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I think about it, and I'm her face cracked. And I'm like, her yeah, face yeah. everything else is mostly stuff. You summed up that stuff. I don't think we need to do details. I don't yeah. Think the only thing I think is of note is that I think it's interesting about Lady Camden that where some of these queens wear the thing that's like traumatic on their sleeves so much so that Diabetes' name is literally tied mm-hmm. to her medical condition. Like, 
we knew nothing about this from yeah. Camden yeah. before the Tic Tac lunch. They didn't, or certainly, yeah, they didn't. Show, yeah, or they yeah. didn't tell us. Anyway, yeah. Well, that's a good point too. It could be. But no, but I think you're right because Rue says, you know, like it only comes up because the, she gets the question about having siblings. Mm-hmm. So the reason it comes up. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you have siblings? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, my brother committed suicide. So oh. yeah, I think yeah. you're right. <sighs> yeah. Mm. Well, should we end this episode with the suicide that ruined our lives? Um, no, sorry. <laughs> uh, nope, sorry. George uh, Lucas ruined my George life. George Lucas committed suicide? No, ruined my life. Oh. He <laughs> said the suicide that ruined our life. Oh. <laughs> uh, it was a little bit darker than that. God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my brain did not take and process that. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't experienced enough suicide. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, no. I'm sorry, you've definitely experienced enough. Any is enough. Okay. Um, uh, starting over. <laughs> Wowzers. Let's end. Let's end this episode the way we end every episode. By each of us just shouting life into the microphone. I don't know. No. 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 no, no. Rebecca. no. <laughs> Let's end this episode the way we end every episode. By I have it. The winner of the podcast of the season. Let's end mm. this ep- episode the way we end every episode. By guessing the way that Rebecca would have picked the sign off. Nope, that's not it either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, let's end this episode the way we saying end- the world is your runway. Okay. Let's end this episode the way we end every episode by guessing which diva icon musician will be the featured artist of the finale. We've gotten a Whitney Houston season. We've gotten a Britney season. Mm-hmm. We've gotten a Janet season. It arguably, the worst. It's a lip sync off though. Okay, well, let's imagine it is. Let's end this episode <laughs> the way we end every episode. That was Yay! great. Yay! <laughs> it's just, yeah, I was like, we should 